Are you overwhelmed trying to decide on the best curriculum, top co-ops, and latest and greatest planning system for homeschooling each year? Would you like to hear an episode that takes the heat off making those decisions and instead focuses more on raising followers of Christ who will glorify God in everything they do? Well, then we're so glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. If you find our podcast encouraging and helpful, would you prayerfully consider making a one-time donation this month in celebration of our three-year anniversary? Just go to gingerhubbard.com support to give any amount. Another way you can help support our mission is to purchase Ginger's resources directly from her website instead of other online retailers. And stay tuned until the end of this episode to receive a discount code on your purchase at gingerhubbard.com. Listeners, we are so thankful for the opportunity to encourage you each week, and we really appreciate your support. Your donations enable us to further our mission, to help parents reach the hearts of their children for the glory of God. I don't know about you, but I just love waking up in the morning, curling up in my comfy chair with a warm cup of coffee, and reading the daily news. Did you just tense up? Because I did. Honestly, I sense myself wanting to avoid the news at all costs and shield my children from it as well. But what if there was a better way to be informed without being disheartened? Well, that's exactly what I love about the world and everything in it. This podcast from World News Group is my favorite source for current events because I can get sound journalism from a Christian worldview without the hysteria, the chaos, and the stress. As one of Apple Podcasts' top 100 news programs, they deliver essential headlines, field reporting, interviews, and expert analysis every weekday. Search for The World and Everything in It wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hey there, Ginger. When people first start thinking about homeschooling, it can be so overwhelming. And today's guest, thankfully, has a wealth of knowledge to share on the subject and so much more. So, Ginger, I'm going to let you introduce our listeners to Leslie. Absolutely. What an honor to have my sweet friend Leslie Nunnery on with us today. Leslie is a Christian author, speaker, and homeschooling advocate. She is the co-founder of Teach Them Diligently, which is a ministry that provides resources and experiences to strengthen Christian homeschooling families. Leslie is also the author of several books on parenting and homeschooling, including Teach Them Diligently, Raising Children of Promise, and Heart School, How Amazing Parents Become Excellent Home Educators. She's also the host of the Homeschooling Families podcast, which is fantastic. If you haven't tuned in, please do to her podcast. Leslie's primary goal in ministry is to encourage and equip families to raise their children to love and serve God, which is one of my favorite things that we have in common. And on a personal note, Leslie and her husband, David, are very near and dear to my heart. Uh, Many of you may not know that I stepped down from public ministry in 2009 while going through a very devastating and painful divorce. If you're new to the podcast, I shared about that in episode one, which we titled How It All Began. 
And after a long seven-year sabbatical, when I felt the Lord was calling me back into the ministry of encouraging parents through speaking and writing, Leslie and her husband were the first to welcome me with open arms to be a speaker at their Teach Them Diligently events. And for that, I am so very grateful. As a matter of fact, I'll be with Leslie again at both of their Teach Them Diligently events this year in May, one in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and one in Branson, Missouri, and we would love to see you guys there. So much so that you can get $20 off your tickets when you use the code GINGER at teachthemdiligently.net. Leslie, as I said, it's just such an honor to have you uh, on our show with us today. We've been wanting to have you on our podcast for a very long time now, so we are thrilled that that day has finally come. Uh, I read your book, Teach Them Diligently, which is an excellent book, by the way, listeners, and I've sat in, Leslie, on some of your speaking sessions, so I know firsthand the tremendous wisdom and encouragement you have to offer. So thank you for joining us today, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me here. This is truly an honor, and uh, you know, I think so highly of both of you guys, and I'm just thrilled to be here. Well, thank you, Leslie. All right, let's just jump right in because I know you have lots of great things to share. Uh, you know, with all this going on in our world today, and I guess in particular in our school systems, homeschooling is definitely on the rise, I would say more than ever. I've also noticed that more and more leaders who were once on the fence about homeschooling are now stepping up to the plate and strongly advocating for it. But one thing I've noticed about you, Leslie, is that you have a different view of homeschooling than many other homeschool advocates. So let's start by telling our listeners a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. I'd love to talk about that. Um, you know, when speaking to the the growth in homeschooling, when I first started homeschooling many, many years ago, um, it was kind of assumed that if you were a homeschooler, you were probably a Christian and you were probably focused on discipleship. Like we were that fringe element of people that were actually participating in homeschooling at the time. Now, because it is growing so fast and furiously, that's not really the case anymore. And yet, as a Christian, I believe that we are still called to be distinct. And we are still called to focus primarily on the discipleship and parenting of our children. And homeschooling provides us a phenomenal tool to have the time and intentionality to do that well. So several years ago, um, David asked me to, to put together some stuff for our families about what our philosophy of homeschooling was. And that's how the idea of heart schooling came to be, because ultimately heart schooling, which is how we refer to it now, is really that intersection of great parenting and excellent home education. Because as a Christian parent, you are called to disciple your children, point them to Jesus, prepare them well to walk through whatever door God opens for them in the days ahead. And so as a home educator, you're then given the tools to equip them in a whole lot of other ways. So we try to really help people line those goals and priorities up in such a way that makes sense and removes a lot of friction and so on from the process. So can you give us more specifics then? What what is heart schooling and what distinguishes it from other things out there that people may have heard about homeschooling? So heart schooling really starts with 
recognizing your call. You know, I I am not a a big proponent of talking about being called to homeschool. Um, I think that as a Christian parent, you're called to parent your child well, and homeschooling becomes a tool. And the reason mm. that I make that distinction is when you are so focused on home education as your call, then all of the elements that are specific to education get elevated above what I believe really is your call, which is going for the heart of your children, discipling, shepherding, pointing them to Jesus. Mm. And that that really ushers in a sense of franticness and conflict within your home because you have these two competing priorities. And the Bible tells us no man can serve two masters. So you can't have education and discipleship on the exact same plane, or they're going to be at odds. Every decision that you make to go for the heart of your child is dinging education in in that kind of paradigm. But the way that I'm trying to help people understand is when you look at discipleship as your ultimate goal and home education as a supporting tool for that, all of those decisions that you make, those detours, the going for the heart of your child and then, you know, coming back to the academics, obviously, because we want to be excellent home educators. Um, but every decision that you make in that ring doesn't doesn't usher in conflict. It actually ushers in peace because you know you're staying on mission. You're able to get your children and your spouse involved in that same mission. So you have much more cohesiveness within your family about what you're doing and how all those elements fit together. So Leslie, you and David are, you talked about discipling, and that makes me think about how you and David are such wonderful role models for discipling children, not just making them go to church and saying a little prayer before dinner and bedtime, but really (laughs) reaching their hearts for Jesus through discipleship. So you've touched on that, but I want to hear more about that. Tell us about how discipleship impacts the decisions of homeschooling families and how a heart school paradigm shift can can really bring peace and confidence to families who implement it. Oh, uh, yeah, I would love to, because that's really one of the more powerful points of wrapping your head around the heart schooling paradigm. Because once you recognize what your true call is, you're able to then set your vision, your mission, really your goals, your benchmarks, how you're judging your days, all lining up with that one thing. And so you find that that you're starting to allow your mission, your vision, your calling, those big things to influence those day-to-day choices. So for example, what curriculum you use, which I think Katie uh, alluded to in the introduction, that's a really big point for a lot of people. And there are so many resources out there now. But as a hard schooling parent on mission, you have a lot of framework there to help you make those choices easier. First of all, you want to make sure that there's nothing in that curriculum that's going to go against your mission or that you're going to have to fight against. That narrows it down quite a bit, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then because you are going for the hearts of your children, you're getting much more in tune with how they learn and, and what their personality is and really how your family functions. Those type things also influence the type of curriculum that you're going to choose because if you are a family that is much more involved in outside things, you're much more um, engaged in um, in in ministry or other opportunities that lend itself to a more flexible learning style. You're going to keep that in mind. Whereas for some parents, they really like the structure of 
having everything handed to them. And that removes the friction from their learning or their children's learning. And so that influences curriculum choice on that side. So really understanding that your first priority is to go for the heart of your child. You want to then choose the resources that are going to best allow you to do that. You don't want to put anything in there that's going to be confusing or that is going to set up battle lines between you and your child um, at when where a resource is concerned anyway. Mm. Um, and the same type of principle applies to how you organize your days. Um, you know, what is really important to you? We were talking about discipleship. One of the, the things that God led our family to do early on was I would, after having my devotions in the morning, we would sit down at the table with all the kids and just, I would share what God had taught me in my devotions. And even when they were young, I was sharing little tidbits of what I had read or whatever. What I didn't know at the time that I kind of see as, as it's grown through the years is I was wetting their appetites and modeling for them that a Christian gets up, gets in God's word in the morning, and then talks about it. And so that part of our day was so set in stone by the time that they got to school age that for us, the rhythm of our day always started with sitting down, having our devotions in the morning, and then at the breakfast table, discussing what God had taught us. And that just kind of led into the whole rest of it. We we would normally go from that into other living subjects like history and literature and things that we could sit and cuddle up and read together and then discuss because all of those subjects gave me great insight as to what was going on in their hearts, what was interesting to them, what did they key on. Um, so that really, the, the whole order of our day was truly determined by the fact that I was so focused on going to for the heart of my child or children that 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 lent itself to really removing any friction, removing any confusion about how our days would be set up. Have your kids ever come to you with math homework and asked for your help, only for you to realize you did a mathematical brain dump the day you graduated high school? Well, I have great news for you parents. Whether you're homeschooling or helping your kids with their math homework after school, CTC Math is an invaluable resource. They have video tutorials and summaries that are concise and really engaging while still fully covering the subject matter. It's like having your own personal math tutor accessible at any time. I have so many favorite things about CTC Math, but just to name a few, I get extensive reports and summaries of my kids' progress. We have access to CTC Math's entire catalog of lessons, not just per grade level, as many online math programs do. And finally, there is a 365-day money-back guarantee, literally no questions asked. If you or your kids need some extra help with math, go to ctcmath.com and sign up for a free trial. Again, that's ctcmath.com. It just makes me think about so many of the mistakes I made early on in homeschooling where I hyper fixated on which curriculum and then the moment that wasn't working, I'd switch to the next and then the moment that didn't work. And I'm just thinking I'm trying to meet their learning styles, which is important. I mean, there there is something to be said for that, but I spent so much more time focused on that than what you're just describing, which is yeah. just that time in the word with them. And if, you know, if we need to switch curricula at some point, great, but is that our mainstay? So I want to talk about, you know, typical homeschool subjects and how those are different from normal academic subjects. So, um, 
years and years ago. I can't even remember how it all came up. We did a t-shirt that was called hashtag homeschool subjects. And we had all of these words on it, freedom and character. And I can't remember all of the ones that were on there, but cute little t-shirt design. People loved them. And as we started really working that out, we realized that as hard schoolers, we are really focused on those homeschool subjects, the things that you don't necessarily find in a textbook, but they do strengthen what you find in a textbook. So for example, character, if character is a homeschool subject, then I may take a detour. Like if, if I'm teaching one of my child children math, for example, and they get really frustrated and, you know, math always gets a bad rap, but I think it earns it. So, <laughs> so one of my children was especially competitive and she, I give away that much. She could not hardly abide it when things didn't come easy for her, especially if those things came easy for her brothers. <laughs> and so there were a number of times when particularly where math was concerned, we would get into a situation where it was very, very difficult to teach her. It didn't matter the curriculum because what I was dealing with wasn't a curriculum problem. What I was dealing with was a heart problem. There was pride there. There was um, a, a sense of self and, and um, a desire to win that was really going to hold her back in the future because it was sin. And so to take a detour and to deal with what was actually underneath those issues that she was having with math um, or the tears that were flowing because of the frustration with math, that was going for the character, going for the heart problem that was there. That was a homeschool subject that was worth taking a detour for. But because character also teaches us that we do the hard things, we would always double back around handle that math again, but do it through a different lens. Do it through one that wasn't so prideful, one that wasn't so focused on winning, but rather one that recognized this is something that I need to learn so that I can serve the Lord well in the future. So there are all of these homeschool subjects, which, you know, honestly, they you'll see them in the fruit of the spirit. You'll see them throughout God's word. It's all of those things that we want to instill in our children that we've got to focus on first and foremost. And then again, allow the academics to be the tool that helps us teach those things. Okay. I'm going to have to jump back in here, Leslie, because my jaw is hanging open. Literally <laughs> an hour before this recording, I'm sitting with one of my children in a math lesson and they love their math curriculum, which by the way, we're using CTC math and we're huge fans in our house. So, <laughs> so we'll put a link in the show notes to that, but we're, we're working through CTC math. Well, long division's not easy for anybody, even me remembering how to do it. And this particular child was extremely frustrated with the progress or lack thereof in this particular area and compared to their sibling and how easily it came for the sibling. And exactly what you described and, and probably without realizing it's what you're describing as heart schooling, I was able to take this child kind of on a journey away from math for a second and say, you know, just like the body of Christ, we all have different strengths and you are not to look at your neighbor and say, well, God, why do they have this gift? And I have this gift. And so I pointed out the areas that this child is gifted and just said, this is something you're going to have to work for. It's not going to come easily. And that is character building. And that's what we're looking for, for you to be able to persevere through something hard. So mm -hmm. I just love what you're describing. And it, it's just funny because we had that same situation with math today. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. And I, one of the things that you said that I wanted to key on was you were talking about how, you know, you hadn't actually thought of it in that mm-hmm. structure, in a heart schooling structure. And the thing we're doing about math. heart schooling is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the thing about heart schooling is it's not it's not really particularly profound. It's something that I think we would all give lip service to, Mm. that this is what we're going for. But very few of us have actually stopped to to really think it through. And that's what I hope that that reading and talking about heart schooling this way will be a great encouragement to thousands and thousands of you guys who are already doing this, that now Mm -hmm. you have actually really a whole paradigm that tells people, this is what I'm doing. This, This actually expresses what I've been trying to say as to what God has called us to do. And that is our hope that that God will use it in that way to really encourage and equip uh, people to, to do it even better because they have a little bit more encouragement, a little bit more information, maybe tie a few loose ends together for you. But that's really why we're, we're out talking about this. Well, and it totally reframes when you run into issues with curriculum or, you know, a particular program your child is studying or a subject that they're struggling in. It completely reframes that. Like you said, it's not the curriculum mm-hmm. problem necessarily. I mean, it could be. But right. generally, it's that there's more needed work to be done in their hearts and uh, related to their character. So I just... You know, I'm I am benefiting from years of sitting under Ginger's teaching and your teaching, Leslie, and having attended Teach Them Diligently conferences for many years. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm just so appreciative to both of you for helping me in that way to reframe how I approach struggles like that with my kids. And I fail daily in that area. But that was a particular moment today where I was just like, oh, thank you, Lord, for giving me that opportunity to draw that out. Mm, And Katie, I want to play off something that you just said about how we all fail daily. None Mm, of us are perfect. But Leslie, that goes right back to what you were saying in that I love how instead of just sitting down and having these devotionals with your kids and saying, okay, what did you learn from this? What are you getting out of this? Mm -hmm. How can you apply God's word here? You are also willing to share, let me tell you what I read in my personal time with Jesus Mm -hmm. today and what he has shown me that I need to work on and just some encouragement that he's given me during that time. So Again, you know, homeschooling gives us more opportunities to do that. Not that we can't do that. You know, we don't want our listeners that that do have their kids uh, in other, in the school system um, to feel like you can't do this unless you're homeschooling. Absolutely, you can. And there are situations uh, where, you know, parents aren't able to homeschool for whatever reason. So we don't want to sound like this is the, you have to homeschool to be able to do this. You can do this. Uh, We're just saying that you have obviously more opportunities to do this the more you're with your children. Mm Um, so, but Leslie, how many, how many years have you been homeschooling? Um, I really should know that right off the top of my head. <laughs> About 14. About 14. I, I have to okay. do the math every single time though. But um, you've been homeschooling is, a lot longer. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> all yeah. Christian parents are called to heart school. Right. All of us are. And mm-hmm. then home education can be one of the tools that God puts in your life to use to help you do that well. That's right. That's right. So you've already said what some of the most rewarding aspects of homeschooling are. um, But how do you see homeschooling positively impacting families and communities? Because you're at these events, Mm -hmm. you're talking to hundreds and hundreds of homeschooling families. So what do you see? um, What do you see these homeschooling parents say that uh, is, is positively impacting them and their communities? There are so many. Um, one of the things that I think is most 
most notable to me, especially right now where our family is, and I've seen it in in countless others, but I've got the we've got two weddings in this year. We've had one one of my sons got married in July. One is my daughter is getting married in about two weeks from the recording of this. Oh, congratulations! And so thank you. And so we have all of these young adult children who are moving out and. They are so close. The relationship that they have not only with each other, but with David and I is, I I just, you can't even quantify how amazing that is. And that comes from doing life together intentionally for so many years, sharing experiences, learning together, talking about all of these things that we have learned together, laughing about about all the things that we have done together. So the relationships that you're able to to form, and again, like you noted before, homeschooling isn't the key to those relationships. The key to those relationships is focusing on those relationships. Mm -hmm. Homeschooling just gave me an awful lot of time to really invest in those and learn together. You know, my, my kids were so often, as they were growing up, learning the same thing at the same time. And so we were all talking about it, sharing field trips and experiences rather than them doing that as four different individuals in four different classes, we were all doing it together. So so the relationships is really, really, really important and impactful. Beyond that, you have an incredible amount of time to help weave together a tapestry of of really what God wants your children to know and understand as you are investing in homeschooling them. Because I'm able to take the order of math and the amazing things that we see in nature through science and, and the way that we communicate through our language arts and weave that all together and help my kids understand how each of those things are tools in their hand to serve him well in the days ahead or to express his glory and his grandeur to others. And so those those two things, the relationships and the way that we're able to equip and really form the worldview and the understanding of our children of their place in this great big world that God has created are two of the really big things that I think homeschooling gives us great opportunity to do. Now is the part of our show where we give a quick tip for parents. And today's quick tip is courtesy of Leslie. So what do you have for us today? Oh, I love this. So for years, I prayed scripture for my children. And I did this every single day. There came a point when my kids were teenagers that I looked back and I realized that those scriptures that I was praying were actually transforming the ways I was parenting them. God was answering those prayers by directing my paths. So my tip for you today is look at God's word, pray scripture for your children strategically, but then also tune in on how God uses those to direct the way that you're engaging with them, the things that you're passing on to them, the things that you're expecting of them and so on. It is amazing to see God's hand at work that way. And I think the tip there too, Leslie, is to write these things down because how easily yeah. we forget, especially when our kids are young, we we don't necessarily think to look back and, and notice that. So I appreciate that tip. If you have a quick tip for our show, we would love to hear from you. It can be any random tip about cooking, housekeeping, something you do with your kids, ideas for fun date nights with your spouse, anything at all. We would love to share your ideas on the podcast. Just go to gingerhubbard.com slash quick tips to submit those. 
Well, listeners, I know you guys have been just as encouraged as we have today with Leslie. And just a reminder about the Teach Them Diligently events coming up in May, one in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and one in Branson, Missouri. And let me tell you guys something. If you've never been to a Teach Them Diligently event, you are absolutely missing out. Mm. There is just nothing better. Whether you've been homeschooling for many years, or maybe even just now considering it, you will not find a more encouraging, informative, and confidence-building event than Teach Them Diligently. Leslie and I will be at both of these events in May, and we would love to meet you. Katie will be joining us for the one in Pigeon Forge, so we're excited about that, yes. And when I'm not leading sessions, Katie and I will be at my booth with plenty of time to chat. We always love getting to know our listeners, so we hope to see you guys there. And remember, listeners, you can get $20 off your tickets when you use the code GINGER at teachthemdiligently.net. And we'll be sure to have Heather put a link in the show notes so you and your family can take advantage of the early bird discount rates, which are always fantastic. Leslie, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can our listeners go to find out more about you, your books, and your ministry? Oh, it has been such a joy. I love talking discipleship with you guys. Always, always, always. Um, So yes, you can go to teachthemdiligently.net. That is going to show you everything that we do. Um, You can go find about the Heart School book, the Heart School Masterclass, all of these things. We have a membership community to help you grow with other homeschool moms that are similarly focused. And then our events are all on there as well. So teachthemdiligently.net. You can find your way to all of those. That's great, Leslie. How about offering our listeners a final word of encouragement? Oh, so for so many of you guys, I imagine that you're already focused on heart schooling. The fact that you listen to Ginger and Katie all the time would indicate that. So I just want to encourage you that heart schooling truly is so natural, so intentional, but just like everything in this world that is good all the forces of the world system are coming against you. So I encourage you, stay connected with others who can help you stay focused on your true mission, going for the hearts of your children. Um, Like Ginger and Katie said, I would love to see you at our events in 365. I would love to see you uh, really start adopting these heart school principles and exploring them more. Thank you so much, Leslie and Ginger. And thank you listeners for joining us today. If your church might be interested in hosting Ginger and me for a women's event or bringing Ginger in for a parenting conference, please fill out the contact form at gingerhubbard.com and we'll get back to you with more information. Also on gingerhubbard.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. Today, we're offering her best-selling parenting book, Don't Make Me Count to Three, A Mom's Look at Heart-Oriented Discipline, as well as the six-week study guide at a 10% discount. Just use the code parenting at genderhubber.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God. Have you ever been at a total loss for how to explain to your kids some of the really hard things they've seen in our culture or in the news? Sometimes I resort to distraction, like, hey, who wants ice cream? (laughs) Because I'm just not sure how to rightly respond. This is why I'm so excited about a new podcast that is stepping in to meet that need. The podcast is called Concurrently. 
And each episode is full of practical help so that we can teach our kids how to develop news literacy and biblical discernment. To find out more, visit concurrentlypodcast.com and you can listen to new episodes of Concurrently every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts.